Good evening. Welcome to Bible Talk Inland Empire. I'm Pastor David. And Pastor Lazaro. Thank you for joining us today on our fir- first podcast, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's our first one. We so. did our intro already. <laughs> it's going to be good. So we're looking forward to doing these. And um, today we just want to talk about uh, what's been happening in our world, especially with pastors in the church. Um, you know, the concern is you know, what do we do? Are, are we supposed to listen to the governor, to our board of supervisors and stuff? And and I had a talk with Pastor Lasseter concerning, you know, that because I was having trouble, um, you know, understanding, even though I knew what the Word of God said. And uh, it was really neat what he wrote me. And, uh, you know, because it comes down to do we follow the authority of our government? you know, for churches, you know, are we supposed to listen to them and take things away? And in Romans uh, chapter 13, starting at verse one, that section is subtitled, you know, respect for authority. And as I was explaining to Pastor Lasseter, you know, my feelings toward it, because I want to rebel, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's true, you do, you want to yeah, do that. You because have that sense, yeah. You, you have the sense like uh, you're, you're, you're tying our hands, that you're keeping us from doing God's work. That's yeah. the sense that you have. Yeah. And just like talking with our pastors, you know, getting together and, and you know, discussing this, it comes down to, you know, well, look at what the other ones are doing. Some aren't even going to church. Right. And some, you know, aren't even open and even attempting. And then you have some that are, are refusing to close down and they're in their churches. And I get kind of jealous of that, but I really had to pray. I, I was struggling with it for a while. And, you know, for the Christians out there, the pastors that are hopefully listening to this, that they understand the Word of God is the Word of God. Yes, it is. It's, and and we have to abide by it. And people, you know, we can't take Scripture out of context. Mm-hmm. And this has been through a lot of understanding. So let go ahead and read what you wrote me, okay. and then we'll go into Romans 13, I think. And you go into explanation with that. Okay. Yeah, uh, one, one of the things that... that uh... I was sensing was the was the actual pain, the struggle that we go through in trying to submit to authority, and uh, especially when it's uh, uh, governmental authority, not not so much our pastoral uh, submission to our pastor and 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 those that are over us. Um, but the what I, the what came to my mind was we have sufficient covering authority over us to protect our conscience. We become obedient and submissive to our pastor and to the network for a unified approach to this government's directives. We as pastors continue by example in following the directives and continue to do the work of the ministry. The work becomes more difficult, but we continue pastoring the flock, letting go of how to be contrary to the directives and focusing on how to minister through this journey. Whether it is persecution or political stance, we are free to be empowered by His Holy Spirit and be used powerfully by him. The fact that that we're told from one moment to the next that we can meet inside our sanctuaries or or we need to meet outside uh, doesn't take away from the fact that we still have freedom of religion. It doesn't take away from the fact that we're able to minister one to another. It doesn't take away from the fact that we still worship the one true God and that Jesus is Lord of all. Uh, We don't need to be afraid that we're... And people like to use that term, you know, that that the government's trying to make us lead us like like sheep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, we we are, you know, sheep under the Lord Jesus Christ, our true shepherd. 
And we shouldn't be afraid of the fact that it is the Lord that leads us and guides us. And through it all, I think about the persecuted church in the rest of the world. You know, how many times are they under a, a certain government that outlaws Christianity? And they have to have that underground church. You know, yeah. when we come to that place, yes, we will rise up and rebel, you know, only as the Lord directs us. Again, there's no directive from the Lord right now to revolt and to rebel and to <laughs> take up arms. We want you know? to, though. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we might have to put out that phrase, you know, uh, stand by, st stand yeah. back and stand by. Yeah. Uh, I know that's not a popular phrase for a lot of people. <laughs> but, you know, what it comes down to, uh, it was funny because I went to the donut shop this morning uh -huh. to get a donut, and the owner knows. No kidding, Sheriff. <laughs> The owner knows that I'm a pastor, and he started talking, how are you doing with the church, you know, and all this going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him about, you know, Riverside going back up to, was it purple? Or what, yeah, was purple, it purple, yeah. And, and they want us back outside. And he goes, but it doesn't make sense. And I go, no. And this guy walks in, and he starts chiming in. And, and he's, he's, he's a Christian, of course. And, and I met him, and we started talking. And I started telling him what we were just talking about right now, about the trouble that I had. And I go, well... I said, the thing that really helped me was, you know, reading Romans 13, you know, abiding by God's word, but what you just read right now mm -hmm. told me, the words that you use just really penetrated. Because mm -hmm. you could read scripture all the time, and then you have that awe moment when somebody mm -hmm. explains it to you. Right. And that's what I needed was that at that moment for you to give this. And this guy, you know, he was saying, you should be like this pastor and that pastor, you know. This mm -hmm. is crazy. This is a hoax. And right. I said, no, I don't think it's a hoax, but I, they're using it as fear. Right. You know, and that's what we have to watch out for, that we don't take up as pastors, too, or Christians just letting our emotions run. Right. We have to let the Holy Spirit guide us. Right, exactly. And and that's the thing. And let me read Romans 13. Mm -hmm. and, and I want you to listen to this people out there because listen to the words. And this is, you know, Paul's writing to the Roman church. But he's giving them these these this directive from the Lord, and it's so important that we listen to it because they're being at that time they're being tormented. Right. Their their rights are taken away. They're being imprisoned. They're being persecuted. But listen to what he says, okay? And I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it says, "Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority." Uh, have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do, you, do what is right, and they will honor you. The authorities are God's servants, sent for, sent for your good. But if you are doing wrong, of course, you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants sent from for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. So you must submit to them not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. Okay, let's stop right there. And it's so important that we understand that. They're appointed by God. Right. People don't like what's happening right now. You know, they say, oh, President Trump is this and that. But first of all, he's not a politician. He's a businessman. But don't you think God put him there for a purpose to shake us up? Yes. Yes. Not just to shake up 
the United States, but I think to shake up the Christian people, right? Because the Christian people have been silent for so long, God's children, and and I think we need to voice. And how do we voice that? You know, we look at this, and it says the authorities. You know, they come there, and they're they're God's servants. They're talking about police officers too, right. and soldiers, right? Okay, but it comes down to what's our role in society? What's our role in our community? Well, if you want a different community, then you better start voting. If you want a different community, you better start running for office or right. appointing people for office or get involved in your community. It all starts there, just like the church starts at home. Right. You know, to work in your community to make a change, that's where it starts at. That's right. Right? Yes. You know, and, yeah. and this is what the word is saying. So we have to remember, and, and in Psalms somewhere, I can't remember where it says, but it says, don't even raise up a fist. Mm -hmm. You better watch out if you do. That's you know right. what I mean? Because that's going against what God has instituted. Right. You know, we talk about the Persian kings, Cyrus, you know, uh, uh, Darius, you mm -hmm. know, who changed, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. You know, the Lord used Babylon to to straighten out the 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 is the Israelites right. Israel because they were rebelling and they were serving other gods. So he used them. But what happened? Nebuchadnezzar, Darius, and Cyrus, they all changed their ways. They served God, right? Right. He used them, but he showed them. But it comes down to even this. What are we doing to change? What are we doing to change our country or change us? Right. Right? right. So, but abiding by our, our government is so important. You know, you gave me that perspective just by those words that you mm -hmm. wrote. And, and it was really, I mean, it really impacted me a lot to, you know, read the scripture and then you explain that because you know what I was going through because right. you know me already, mm -hmm. and and I no, wanna... we, yeah, and, and I, I really sense that we we all are going through that, yeah. and I think that like I was sharing is that what gives us a clear conscience is that we have submitted ourselves under authority beyond the government by by having our pastor that uh, has authority over us, uh, not saying that that we always agree with what. Uh, our pastor wants, but we discuss things, and she has that that ability and that gifting of leadership. Yes, where where she's seeking the Lord, she also is is a person that seeks the Lord and is under authority also, and she seeks the counsel of the network, and and we are united in that front where where as an Assembly of God church churches we we follow through with with. What is everybody else doing? What is the sense that the Spirit is telling us? You know, how do we march forward? How do we go forward? How we how do we strengthen each other? And then one of the key things is that is that we find strength in unity. Yes. That together yeah. we serve the Lord. Together we we build up the church. Together we minister to those who who can't even come to the church, whether it's open inside or outside. They're not even coming yeah. because of this whole pandemic and 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 i think a lot of times there's fear uh in our community that's beyond the pandemic it's not so much that they're afraid to to uh get this covet uh get infected they're they're afraid of the chaos and the violence and all the nonsense that's being uh promoted through the media and and people just have fear and we come against that in the name of jesus we we know that the spirit of god has given us strength has given us Hope has yes, given us yes. that that ability to 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 know that as we love one another, it will cast out all fear, and we come against that fear in the name of Jesus in our communities. Uh, Riverside, uh, before this pandemic, 
you know, there's there's always been that east side, west side uh, rivalry with, uh, and it always was that separation of Hispanic with black. And so there's been racism. And I know people have raised up their voice and, and anger and rage against the, the structural racism in, in, in our society. But we need to remember and, and come home with this, that, yeah, you know what? It's been in the home also. Yeah, it has. It's been in the home. And we've had opportunities to rise up above all of this, that we come against that in the name of Jesus also, that the strength that we have is found in how we are together and united because of Jesus Christ. See, his blood is the same blood that we have. Whether you're black, brown, yellow, or white, That's we right. have that blood that flows through us. The Word of God says that we respect the blood because in the blood is found life. We have life through Jesus Christ because He shed His blood. He was the sacrifice. And that sacrifice was for the whole world. Yellow, black, brown, or white. We That's believe right. that God is for us. Who can be against us? That's right. Amen. 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 And this is where... You know, we take the scriptures, and when we read the scriptures, don't read them. You know, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you, to impact you some yes. way or another. And that's why when we read the scriptures, we have to go that way. And and let's look at what we're to do, what our role is in our communities. You know, in, in our churches in Norco and Harupa Valley, Beacon Hill, and, you know, they're basic. They're almost like worlds apart, right? You know what I mean. Yes. But the thing is, we have this unity in our church, which is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. We come from different backgrounds and everything, but God has been so good to us to bring us into a, a church, a community that you know there's no separation. Yes. That there's unity, and and that's what we have to remember. But God is so good, and also just to let you guys know, um, you want to get involved in your community. The city of Harupa Valley for the last three weeks, and this will be their fourth one this Monday. This Monday at 7.30, the last one. um, Cops and clergy and the pastors and and leadership around the city of Harupa Valley are meeting in front of the Harupa Valley Sheriff Station at the flag at 7.30 a.m. on Monday to pray. Join them. Join them. Let's pack that place out. There's been a few people there, and it's been wonderful, but let's pack it out. There will be the last one uh, for the month. We don't know if it's going to go on after this. We'll find out. But join them at the Harupa Valley Sheriff Station on Monday at 7.30 a.m. And also at Beacon Hill Harupa Valley, we're having our, our homeless and, and needy families feeding. We have it from 9 to nine to 12, okay, every Monday. Um, you could look for us at beaconhill.life uh, and get the information there about our homeless feeding. Um, but, you know, God's been good to us, yes, right? Yes, he has. And all of our info's there. And if you want to email me to send some messages and some input, and uh, you could get a hold of me at david at beaconhill.church, david at beaconhill.church. you have anything else? No, that's that's perfect. And if you want to say something to Pastor Lazaro, Go ahead and email David, and, and, I'll, and I'll get the message. <laughs> We're going to get his email going, okay? He doesn't know his password. so I'm an older generation, and it takes me a while. Yeah. So God bless you guys, and we'll see you next time on uh, Bible Talk Inland Empire. God bless you. We Bye. love you guys. Bye-bye.